Hi everybody, welcome. So today on this, it's kind of gloomy, isn't it? Not really. I need some sunshine yes. soon. In this gloomy Cincinnati day. I know, I saw, I heard rain, 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 rain. Uh, sitting here with my warrior friend, beautiful friend, with the awesome hair. We were just talking about her hair. Um, Amy, and she's going to talk about her breast cancer diagnosis and um, journey through that. And Max is scratching at the door if you hear that in the background. I may have to let him in. So, hi, Amy. Hi, how are you? I'm awesome. Good. How about you? Great. Oh my gosh. All right, I'm going to let Max okay. in. So, um, yeah, it's been a year, right? It has. Um, as a matter of fact, it was a year ago yesterday that I had my mastectomy. Um, so, yeah, a lot's happened in a year. I was diagnosed with stage two breast cancer last January 23rd. And um, from then, it, things snowballed really quickly. I um, met the breast surgeon, and the next thing you know, I was scheduled for a mastectomy on Valentine's Day. So, wow. Yes. So it, and I was glad to get it, that part done and the cancer right. out of my body. And then yes. the fight. I remember the conversation, yes. you know, standing at the island um, for a kiddo's birthday party. Yes. And saying, you know, I think I should probably go get this looked at. Yes. And it yeah. was a week later that yes. it is. Yeah and got the diagnosis, but they moved swiftly. Yes, they did. Okay. Got it out of my system. And yeah, see, that's how I think I would want to be like, oh my gosh, get it out. Yes, and that's Let's exactly go. how it was. Yes. Yes. The hardest part was all of the waiting. The waiting game was once I got my plan, I was good to go. Okay. And I knew that I had God on my side, and he yes. proved that he was there this year, let me tell you. And um, I was good after that. Okay. Very cool. Yes. And so how, the recovery process and, you know, kind of walk us through your journey because, again, I remember seeing you and I remember visiting you and, um, you know, what is the process for maybe somebody who's newly diagnosed um, that, that you went through? You know, they do, everybody's different. Yeah. Um, for example, I had the surgery first and then um, about... Six weeks after surgery, I did. I started chemotherapy, and I did that for five months. Um, I know I have a really good friend who was diagnosed a week after I was, and she did the chemotherapy first, and then the the surgery later. So it really it just depends on your team of doctors. And um, I was happy to get that out of me, and yes. you know, start with chemotherapy and radiation. Um, but you have to have faith and friends and family on your side to get through it. I know I. I wouldn't have been able to do it without any of those three. Right. Right. Um, my friends were amazing. Uh, my family, my husband especially, I think um, really uh, took the wedding vows. <laughs> they really came into light for this better past or worse year. Absolutely. Right. Yes. And my daughter, even she's 13 and in that fun teen right. age group, <laughs> and even she towed the line this past year, which really helped. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Well, I know um, I loved the outpouring of support when your BFF, um, you know, had the, it was your last um, chemo yes, treatment? August 4th. Yes. And yes. everybody gathered in the neighborhood and even some from outside, yes. you know, from, from the parish and just friends and brought, got balloons mm -hmm. and signs and... Yes, I got to release a balloon for every chemo treatment that I had gone through. 
and I had signs. Uh, we actually we were on the local news, and that got picked up by World News Tonight with David Muir that we yes. got to be on. Um, we would get calls for two weeks from Good Morning America, the Today Show, all kinds of other news outlets um, wanting a positive story to tell right. you know, in today's world. So well, again, we were just talking yes. right before, you know, after hearing, you know, the news of the shootings, the horrific, horrific yes. um, school shootings from yesterday in Florida, you know, gosh, we need that kind yes. of positive and, but, and that's what's beautiful about your story and what had happened was is that um, it was taking a difficult situation and making something that's beautiful exactly out of it. That's exactly what I was just going to say. Yes, it was taking something very negative and turning it into a positive. And honestly, this past year, the people that I've met, um, just through chemo especially, and you know, I would go at first every other Friday and then for three months. It was every Friday. And you get to know these people that are sitting in the chairs next to you. Oh, sure. And become very close. And um, I've made lifelong friends that I wouldn't trade for anything. Right. You know? Right. Would I have liked to have met them a different way? Of course, because that means their situation is also different. Um, but that being said, you know, I have good friends now and um, I wouldn't trade it. Right. Well, I have to tell you that, you know, to me, um, and I'm not just blowing smoke, I mean, I look at you as a hero because the way you handled this with so much dignity and grace, and to watch, I mean, to see you, you know, when I would be at a basketball game, and then I'd be like, oh my gosh, Amy's here, or, or at some event at school, and just to see you and wearing your hats, and I mean, but, but trying to, and having your pillow, Yes. Um, yes. You know, I, I mean, yeah, that was just, oh my gosh, it was so beautiful to me and touched me, touched my heart because... I mean, to be honest with you, it wasn't always like that. In the beginning, I was a wreck. Um, my anxiety was through the roof. Um, but, you know, like I said, once I got my plan, I was okay. And one night, we were sitting on the couch. Actually, Doug was asleep on one end, and I was dozing on the other end. And all of a sudden, and I get goosebumps every time I say this, there I felt this peace come over me just this in this voice told me that I was going to be okay Aww. and from then on literally I pushed my worries aside and I knew I was just gonna go with what they said and then it would be okay and here I am a year later completely cancer free and yeah very yes. cool so I'm good because you just went and had um, yes I just did a mastectomy a couple weeks ago for my left or I'm sorry a mammogram Yes. A couple weeks ago for my left side because I had the right taken off and all was clear. I had some more anxiety leading up to that with sure, worry and certainly. fear, but um, I have great a great breast surgeon and I see her and I do the mammogram there and then she comes back in and reads it so I get all of my results right there within the hour. Okay. So um, everything was good and I even got a letter in the mail from the imaging place telling me that it was good and I'm thinking about framing that actually. Yeah, no kidding. That's awesome. <laughs> yes. Very cool. All right. Well, um, so that's your journey. And then um, are you involved in any way with like, um, like do you do breast cancer walks or do you do um, I was supposed to do the breast cancer walk this year and um, it was raining and miserable and I was coming down <laughs> with a cold so I kind of backed out yeah. this year because um, I was still, I had just finished radiation at that time too so 
thought it'd be best if I backed out. I did fundraise and do that kind of stuff. Um, my goal now is to, um, when I'm six months out of treatment, and technically my treatment does not stop until May because I get a drug infusion every three weeks called Herceptin and Progetta, and there's no really side effects to it. It's just something I have to go do. But once I'm finished with that in May, I wait six months, and I can go volunteer down at OHC where I get my, uh, where I've had my treatments the whole time. And those volunteers down there are amazing. Um, the first time I sat down in this chair, I was a wreck. Um, and the volunteer came up to me, she was a breast cancer survivor, and talked to me the entire time. While they accessed my port, I did not even realize that they had done that. Um, and that was a big fear of mine. So my goal is to pay it forward and to go down there and help the people that are getting chemo. You know, it's getting blankets, it's getting the drink if they want it. Um, just anything, anything right. that they need. Just a comfort. Yes. I mean, it is comforting. Yes. There's, there's such talk. a comfort in connecting with souls who get your journey. Yes. Um, who understand. And even if it's not necessarily, you know, like the breast cancer part of it, but even another cancer yes. um, survivor, or even somebody who has anxiety about whatever it is. When you can connect and we share our stories and we share those, you know, in supporting that someone who may be experiencing it. Yes. Um, very powerful. And it is. And for me, it was nice to see someone that had gone through it and come out on the other side and was happy and healthy and giving back. And I thought, I knew then, I said, that's what I'm going to do. So that is my goal, yes. probably in the fall. Very cool. Yes, late fall. Uh, I love it. And thank you for all those people. I mean, I just yeah. think that's wonderful. And um, again, you know, writing my book and doing what I do, it's, it's for that connection. Um, it, I mean, I guess selfishly because I, I enjoy I enjoy being able to help people because it gives me a sense of, again, having that connection yes. with people. Um, but it's such a, it just brings me joy to know that through my efforts, and I'm sure through your volunteering efforts, that you'll be able to just ease somebody's mind just yes. a little bit. Um, or maybe a lot. Yes. Um, and that's beautiful. So very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Um, all right. So any myths or facts that you want to clarify? Is, is there anything that you learned along the journey that you thought, holy shit, that was not what I was expecting? <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, there were probably lots, and I'm trying to think yeah. of some, you know, because never experiencing anything like this before, it was kind of we were all just flying by the seat of our pants, so to speak, and just going from one place to the next. Um, you know, I the biggest thing is the first time that I met my oncologist, I was sitting in the chair with the, they have a like an intake section where they do blood work and your blood pressure and your weight and all that fun stuff before you go see the doctor. And I remember sitting in her chair crying. And she told me, she said, Cancer isn't always, you know, she didn't say death sentence, but it was something along those effects, but just not as harsh as that, maybe. I can't remember her exact words, and but at the time, that's what I was thinking in the beginning. And um, so getting into the journey and meeting people that have been through it, I realized she was right, you know. It's not always doesn't always turn out bad and that's I think uh, what a lot of people have in their minds that right. oh, cancer diagnosis you know 
that's it, you know. But it's not, that's not the case. Right, right. Sometimes, well, I don't want to say, there's gifts found within the trauma, within yes. the, the darkness, within the scary part. The, the, there are gifts that come yes. out of it, and yeah, and that that becomes, when that can become your focus, like you said, these beautiful friendships yes, that you've developed. Yes, absolutely. Um, a, a, I think there's a new love of life that comes. Yes. You know, you learn to appreciate this beautiful life that we've, you know, we've been given. Yes. Um, absolutely. And another thing I've learned um, there, and especially now that I'm finished with, like, the harsh treatments, um, I'm on an endocrine therapy, which suppresses my ovaries from producing any more estrogen because my cancer was estrogen um, positive. But there, my oncologist, I met with him a couple weeks ago, he told me that they are coming out with like a new trial or a new drug every week to combat, like the FDA is proving about a drug a week to combat cancer, which is just amazing. Yeah, and he said as an oncologist, it's hard to keep up with all of these things. Yeah. I'll be starting a new drug this summer um, to keep it at bay. And, um, you know, it's... It came out last July, so I've been doing some reading on it, but it, the way that it's going, and hopefully they'll come to a cure soon, but they have drugs out there that can keep it at bay and keep people um, you know, alive much right. longer. Right, and it's safe. Yeah, yes. exactly, yes. exactly. I'm going to pause one sec. All right, so talking about drugs. Sorry, I had to pause it for a minute. My alarm was going off. Um, Okay, well that's that is super cool. So any, any other myths or anything that you can think about as far as your journey or um, like the surgery and the recovery and you know the the recovery was not as bad as I predicted. Um, it probably the hardest part was the first ten days because you have these drain tubes and. Doug had to empty it and measure it, and that was not fun. Um, <laughs> no, it doesn't sound fun. A, you couldn't take a shower with it. So yeah. um, a dear friend of mine would come and wash my hair for me in my kitchen sink because it was the only thing I could lay back in to at least have something right. um, to wash my hair. But, you know, it the, the recovery in itself wasn't... It wasn't, I don't remember having any pain, anything like that. I you know I did take the pain pills the first couple days, but, um, you know, once I was off of those, I actually felt pretty good. It was then trying to take it easy, realizing that I, ha I still had, had to heal. Right. Um, right. But the, honestly, the hardest part of the journey was the chemo. And when I say the chemo, I don't mean what everybody thinks of being sick. I did not get sick one time. Wow. With my chemotherapy. The hardest part was the fatigue. And it the only way that I can explain it is imagining having the worst flu that you can think of and it being a chore to even lift your arm. You know, that kind of fatigue that was just, you know, it would last, you know, the beginning it lasted for a couple days, but it compounds. So the longer you get into it, the longer it lasts. And I had four treatments of what they call AC. Uh, chemotherapy and those were the hardest um, especially by that last one they were every other week and by the end of those eight weeks I was ready to be done with that stuff 
they even the nurses have to put on a hazmat suit to wow. actually put it in through your port. So it's kind of scary when you think about oh, sure. if they're putting a hazmat suit in and you're putting this thing inside of me. Yeah. But as long as it did its job and got rid of the cancer, then I was okay with that. Right. Um, the Taxol, which were the last 12, were much easier to tolerate. And they weren't, you know, I didn't feel great, but I didn't feel horrible like I did right. with the first. Right. And was radiation, was radiation that after, was after chemo? chemo. Okay. Yes, that was, I did 25 um, cycles of that, and it was every day, Monday through Friday. Okay, okay. so yes. almost a whole month. Yes. Um, and is it directed at? It was just directed at my um, right breast area where they did the, the mastectomy. Okay. Yes, and then towards my underarm because they took lymph nodes out from there because I did have one positive lymph node. Okay. Okay. What do you think, um, you know, again, for listeners who, who may be new, newly diagnosed or have just gone through things, it was the most powerful thing for you um, in helping you um, hold on and survive and, and keep moving forward? You know, my husband was. I never thought that, you know, I knew he would be supportive, but he literally took me to every single key, every appointment in the beginning, other than in the in initial mammogram, because um, we didn't know that all of this was going to happen right. from that. So, but I mean, from the next day, he took me to the biopsy, and he did not miss a single appointment after that until my very last chemo. He had a work thing that he could not get out of, but he was there for the parade. And uh, my best friend Tara took me to that last yes. chemo van decorated. Oh my off. gosh, I loved it because I was yes. standing there and watching the van yes. drive off, and yeah, that was just a really cool experience yes. to be a part of. Yes. Yes. So I would say um, Doug, and then just I mean, there were so many people though. I mean, I can't. Doug was the major one because he was my rock and the one that I could fall apart on and didn't have to put on a brave face for constantly, which I felt like I needed to do with my daughter um, a lot, so mm -hmm. uh, that's, you know, he was the one that took the brunt of everything last year. Okay. All right. Well, again, I mean, to have support is just so huge. It is. In I cannot any journey. imagine people doing this alone. Oh, this my gosh, I can't. No. I don't know how they would do it, honestly. Right. right. I don't know. And I know there's people that do it every day. Yeah. But I don't know how they do it. Right. Yeah, which again, then that's when those volunteers probably yes. become so important because if somebody is there alone, um, just to have somebody caring for yes. them, even for it's that however many hours that they're sitting in that chair, yes, um, is is powerful. And there's powerful. a there's another like organization that I've kind of just started learning more about. It's called the Pink Ribbon Girls, and they help people that may not have these rides to chemo or okay. can't cook dinner for their families or need their house cleaned. So that's what they do. They fundraise and they have people that drive breast cancer patients, actually all gynecological cancers now, they've encompassed all, um, to their doctor's appointments. So if they don't have a ride, they make them meals that they have. Uh, they come and clean their house. So I just found out about this not too long ago. Um, I went to a benefit for it and then next month I'm going to a bunko for boobies night. That's so awesome. Oh yes. my gosh, I gotta go grab my phone in a minute because I, we saw a bumper sticker when you just said that it popped yes. into my head and it said, check your boobs, mine tried to kill me. 
I love it. I was I so laughed, my call. I laughed so hard. Like we were we were on thirty two and and Jen was like, Oh my gosh, look at the bumper sticker and I said, We gotta take a picture and I, I didn't have my phone, like yes. my phone was dying and so she was trying to grab her, so she zoomed in and we got the and I, I said, Amy is going to absolutely love yes. this. So yes. yes, I love that. Check your boobs, mine tried, tried to kill to me. Kill me. Yes. yes. Absolutely. Right. That's great. So, so what was your booby bunko? Bunko for boobies. Bunko for boobies. And it's a okay. uh, night that it's out at um, in Sharonville, and they have all kinds of women that are coming and playing bunko, and it's a, a charity. They have a silent auction and door prizes. Well, that's and fun. I've never played bunko in my life. I know. So I, I was going to say. I don't right know. I don't even know do what bunko is. Right. It's a dice game. Okay. I've been told, and I've been told that. I'll be fine, but I'm just going to YouTube it and figure <laughs> right. it out yes. <laughs> before I get there. Yes. That's awesome. Yes. Well, good. But it sounds fun. Yeah. And for a great cause. When is that? March 10th. March 10th. Yes. Okay. In, in Sharonville. Um, yes. So, so they can look that up. All right. Cool. Well, that sounds like fun, actually. Yeah. And what was the other, the other thing was um, pink? It's the Pink Ribbon Girls, the and that's what this is for. Yes. Very cute. Yes. It's one of their big fundraisers, and um, it sells out every year. So I'm anxious to go and okay. see what it's all about. I've met some wonderful ladies from that That's group. Cool. And, uh, yeah. To That's shift gears for just a second, yes. you've also been involved in a, in a cancer... Um, Cancer for Kids? Cancer for Kids. Yes. 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 Can, can you talk about that for just a minute, too? Because yes. I love... Um, I love that you do this. Yes. And this uh, was before... Oh, yeah. This is... I've been doing this for, oh my goodness, maybe 10 years. Okay. Um, Cancer for Kids is an organization founded by a lady whose infant daughter was diagnosed with cancer in her eyes. And through her journey, she realized that pediatric cancer is not funded like adult cancer is. They wow. get a very tiny percentage of all the funds um, that are raised. So she started Cancer Free Kids, it's out of Loveland, Ohio, and they donate 100% into cancer research down at Cincinnati Children's, and they also, um, at Nationwide Children's in Columbus. Okay. So they fund grants to doctors for different studies to find a cure for wow. the different pediatric cancers. And they have a big benefit each year, and um, my husband and I started going, and then it was something that I wanted to get involved in, so I talked to them, and another friend, another Terry and I, we chair um, a purse booth, which we get donations of brand new purses, and it's kind of like a purse raffle. Okay. You buy a chance to win a purse, and we have name brand purses, we have stuffers, we, we have a great time filling them, yes. we have a great time for the evening, and it's just a fun night for a great cause. I'll have to attend next yes. year. I know I've, I've donated purses, but yes, um, and and you and it's donating. You can do, people can donate purses, yes. but then also items to fill items the purses. Items to fill the purses. And yes. what kind of items would, are you looking oh, for? Oh, we put gift cards in there. Oh, um, that's yes, cute. we you know nap or not sorry not napkins, tissues, um, hand sanitizers, wallets, just anything that you would think of that you throw in a purse. Yes. Look, we have people, we used to have a gentleman that worked for L'Oreal, and he would bring us this duffel bag full of makeup products that we would just put in. Now, it might not be someone's color that wins the purse, but it's still something that's oh, in sure. there. They can give it away. Yeah. You know, Allie used to love to see what I got in my purse, because I always buy a purse each year, too. Right. I have to take that chance at winning the coveted purse that's up there. So. Right. <laughs> yes. 
Okay, so then that's what you do, so then people can buy the purse. Yes, you, um, but what it is is we set up the purses and then we number them one through, this year we had 75 purses, so one through 75. So you buy a chance for a purse. When they're sold out, you go back and you draw a number. And if you draw number three, then you pick whatever purse is number three. It might be the Mac Daddy of all the purses, right. or it might be, you know, usually they're all... We try to keep it so it's all worth about, about the cost of the ticket. Okay. All right. So, and that's their main what fundraiser. What a fun idea. They do others. Like this week, this past weekend, they do Night for the Fight, which they get high schoolers for a lock-in at the Cintas Center at Xavier. Okay. And all of the high schoolers from different um, high schools around the city, they have to fundraise at least $100 to go okay. and do this. And they do games, and they feed them, and it, it's just, I think this... Um, they raised almost two hundred forty-six thousand dollars Saturday night just for this oh evening goodness. alone. Yes. Wow. So it's really, really a great cause. Right. right. I'm just making sure she did not get off and she went to play practice. Okay. Well, that's really cool. And that's, I mean, that's fun. Where do they do this event? The the night dinner gala is up at the Manor House in Mason. Okay. And the night for the fight was at the Centaur Center. Center. Okay. Yes, but they do other activities through the year. They have the Butterfly Walk, which is up at um, can't remember the park. It's in Mason as well, and okay. it's a five k and a walk. They do that in May. Okay. Um, you know we there's a little girl in my daughter's class at Seton Veronica that was diagnosed with leukemia in second grade and she has been to these events. I've seen um, her there and uh, it's really a fun, fun night that because is. they have the survivors that walk the red carpet. Oh, oh my gosh. Yes, yes. How adorable is yes. that? Yes, and I have a really good friend of mine whose son um, just in November finished his last chemotherapy okay. from leukemia. And he walked the red carpet this year, and it was so exciting to see him walk but, that as a survivor. Yeah. He's a junior in high school, and he's done with chemo. That's really cool. Yes. My mom's um, little brother, and this was, so she was born in 1935, so he would have born, been born in 37. Um, you know, when he was two years old, they, um, he got sick, and it was leukemia, and he, he passed within 24 hours of getting to the hospital. And it was so just to think like how how far we've come yes. and the progress that we've made is just so cool yes. and so incredible to give these kids hope. Yes. Um, and yeah, and, and then for these benefits, it's just, yes. again, very, very cool. We haven't, we've come far, but we haven't come far enough. Um, Doug's, we had a rough patch last year, but and right after I was diagnosed, um, we were dealing with me, his boss, who was also his good friend, had been dealing with kidney cancer for a year. And in the span of between Monday and Wednesday, last April, we, he, his boss died on a Monday morning. And then on that Wednesday, Doug's 96-year-old grandma died of leukemia um, a week after diagnosis. And a lady that he used to work with, her six-year-old daughter died of leukemia wow. that day. So wow. there's still a lot of work oh, that sure. needs to yes. be done. But it, yes, you're right. The, it is it one of the calm. more scary cancers, it is. correct? Because it's bloodborne. Yes. Um, and it is it. I mean, my understanding, and I could be wrong. Correct me, because you probably know more. Is that it then because it's bloodborne, it can then it, it 
attack it can, other yes. areas of the body, and that's what's scary about yes. leukemia. Yes, but there is like different. There's different types of leukemia, and I don't pretend to know. Right. You know, I know there's ALL and T cell and different things, but um, they. I know that it has a ninety percent cure rate. Um, but there's still those like little Sophia that slipped through the cracks, and yeah, you know, she passed. So it's. I think too, it's catching it early. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm wondering, you know, again, you know, with my my mom's uh, little brother, it was that he was crying in the middle of the night and they went in and he was covered head to toe in bruises, which was one of the yes. signs. Um, and they were like, oh my God, what happened? Right. Like, overnight. And by the time, so that he, he may have had symptoms and they just did. didn't yes, know, you don't know what was happening with him. Um, and by the time, you know, he was covered in those bruises and then it was too late. Yes. Um, so, yeah. Uh, well, but very, very cool. And I love, again, I'm glad we, I'm glad we got to talk about the, it's cancer-free kids. Cancer-free kids, yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, and when is, when is the event every the year? The event is in November. In November. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. And if somebody does want to donate a purse or if somebody does want to donate items, can they get a hold of you? Yes, absolutely. Um, is there a... A good way to get a hold of you, um, like through, through email. Email would be great. It's K L E I N E R A L at fuse f u s e dot net. Okay. All right. Yes, and they, you know, they also, if you have a business or anything, they have a silent auction. Um, they have, you know, for a couple years, Andy Dalton and Mike Nugent would come. Um, Kyle Kasky, who was one of the Bengals coaching staff, he's been involved in it, and Mike Nugent had a niece who is a cancer survivor, okay. so um, they were involved. They've had games out of town the past couple years, so they haven't been there right. as much. Um, right. But it is, you know, there's lots of Bengals gear that are at the, the silent auction, okay. and it's yeah. just, it's a really fun night for a great cause. Okay. Well, that's good to know, too, that for businesses, um, you know, to to donate yes. um, a service or a gift card or yes, um, a product. Anything because okay. it all goes. Um, it's emceed by Brad Johansson and Bob Herzog, so you can oh, imagine fun. the fun that that is. With yes, those two. that yes. is that is fun. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Thanks for talking about that. So, all right. So I'm gonna throw my my crazy question out that always throws everybody off, but I think it's such a fun question. Okay. If you could meet any anyone in the world, dead or alive, who could help you as you continue on this healing journey, who would it be? Oh boy, let's see. I know, Any that's a good person one. in the world. Yeah, dead or alive. Dead or alive. Yeah. Wow. I know, right? Um, <laughs> goodness. It's a fun one. It is a fun one. And I, I'm trying to think, is in terms of along the journey that um, I would help with this. And it doesn't even have to be like even even just help with the, um, you know, like like the um, the mental part of it or the you know the anxiety part of it or any part of it as you again as you continue. Yeah, it um, would be. I'm trying to think someone with a sense of humor because that's exactly what I needed at the time <laughs> right? last year. Um, you know, someone that just can keep you know laughs going, and I'm trying to think of off the top of my head who that would be. Right. Because um, you really do have to keep your sense of humor through a lot of this. See, and that's why um, this question's so good, because it gets you thinking, yes. like, you know, what is it that I really needed in that moment? Yes. 
and being able laughs. to laugh yes was a big big part of yes it. yes yes because there's so in the beginning there were so few so anytime that you could laugh it was golden right at the time right um so i'm trying to think of a comedian you know, <laughs> right. like, uh, like ellen needs to be yes like. ellen, ellen would be a good one <laughs> ellen or i think um like i love john candy yes. <laughs> so, um, I yeah. think that's who i think of like something like that right but yeah ellen would be a great one yeah Yes, because yeah, she's, she's so, compassionate. she is, and she's inspirational and um, very, you know, just wanting to give back yes. as well. Yes, And, yeah, I, Ellen's a great one. Yeah, she's certainly in my role model. Yes. Like, I, um, I love how much she gives back to she people. She is amazing. Um, and just seems very down to earth. Yes. And um, can connect with with people. Yes. Yeah. Maddie's loving that new show that she's having on. I do too. On. The Game of Games. <laughs> like, yes. yes. <laughs> people are trying to run on the one obstacle course and grab the three balls. Yes. Yeah. And did you see the one, was it last week or maybe the week before where the girl's jeans were falling off? And so her, <laughs> it was like her butt crack was showing. Oh, and so like they had a, a smiley face oh, emoji <laughs> over that as she would run. Yes. Oh my gosh. We were laughing so hard. I mean, it was so dumb. Yes. But it was so I know. Funny. I like the musical chairs. Yeah. What the blindfolded musical chairs is. Um, yeah, you know, for her to come up with those things. It, yes. That's those are the things that you know you need to have shows like that to watch. You know, last year when all of this, I had just gotten into This Is Us. That was not the show. Oh to be gosh, watching. no, no. <laughs> all of this. I haven't watched it. I can't do it. I'd sob. I'd be a mess. It's yeah. an amazing show, but it was. I have. I needed that. Ellen last year. Her Game of Games. Yes, and, yes, uh, yes. Well, like Carol Burnett, like that is yes. kind of. I love Lucy. Yes, which is my all-time favorite. Kind you know. of just yeah. Yes. Funny, slapsticky, silly comedy. Yes. yes. Absolutely. Yes. So I, Lucille so. Ball would be right up there for me. Oh, yeah. I love, I love Lucy. I grew up watching that with my grandma. Yeah. It's on every morning, and I'll flip it on. Um, I used to watch GMA, and there's too much gloom and doom and right. everything else on there. So right. Lucy's on until 8. So while Allie's getting ready, and before I take her to the bus, that's what we have on, and I've gotten her yeah. into watching it. Yeah. Which in the beginning, she couldn't understand the black and white. Yes, so. right, right. Yes. <laughs> but then, you know, it's not about that. It's yes. about the, yeah, the laughter and yes. the goofiness. And yes. Yeah, just that silly. It takes yes. us away from... It does. Right. Yes, the it takes us out of reality for a bit. And, yeah, um, right. Yeah, and I think everybody needs that. Yeah, absolutely. I don't, I, I don't watch the news. Um, you know, I'll catch what's going on from Facebook. Yes. Um, but I, I personally can't do it. Because it's just too, it, it overwhelms my senses. Yes. Um, all the violence, 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 just so much of it. Ah, yes. I can't do it. Ah. Yes. All right. Um, last question. How are we doing on time? Wow, we're doing good. 35 minutes? See, it does go fast. It does go fast. I know. Like, all of a sudden I look up and I'm like, oh my gosh, we've been talking for 35 yes. minutes? Wow. It's crazy. All right. So, what is your dream job? And it does it revolve around you know, this topic, like if you could do any job in the world, and has it changed as a result um, of? You know, yes, it has. It, they kind of go together, but my dream job was always to be a travel agent. I love to plan trips, and I love to help people plan their trips and my trips, and I always had to have the next trip plans before the last trip was taken. So I've kind of, my absolute dream would be to do that, but 
as a foundation, like a Make-A-Wish for adults. Mm -hmm. You know, they have a Make-A-Wish for kids. And I would love to have something for adults. We have um, one of the friends that I met through chemo, um, great guy, stage four, the lung and bone cancer. And he and his wife have become really good friends. Well, we had, last year, we had to cancel all of our trips, so we have timeshares. So I was, Doug and I were like, here, do you want to, they want to go to Vegas. So we were able to do um, book them a condo in Vegas that they could use. So just things like that, um, that I could, yes. you know, just to do something like that for somebody that. Well, I'm telling you, you brought so much to. joy to our life that I can't even stand it when you were like, because it was yes. last year that you said, That's... we cannot go to Hilton Head. Yes. Um, would you want it? And I was, I remember, I remember going out to my car and thinking, I can't do that. And then I was like, hmm, maybe I can. Yes. Made a call and said, hey, do you want to go to Hilton Head? We can't do that. And then, you know, within an hour, yeah. call back. Maybe we can. Yes. And then it, and then it was just all of a sudden, like, there was so much joy from the spontaneity of that and just, and just, it was just a yes. beautiful trip in so many in ways. Like perfect weather. Yes. Yeah, and it was it was just really cool, and so yes. I cannot thank you enough for that opportunity. It was beautiful, and we so enjoyed it, and we want to buy a timeshare down there now yes. because it was such a fun place. Yeah, we leave um, three weeks from today. Do you really? Yes. Yay! Yes, I'm ready. That's super exciting. Yes. Very cool. Yes. Yeah, a lot of fun. Well, and I, again, I what a beautiful idea to be able to do that for people who are, um, yeah, either... Yes. I mean, they can't travel, obviously, right. while they're in treatment, mm -hmm. but it's like a celebration yes. of, um, of getting through yes. it. Yeah. Yeah, that would be like my ultimate dream. Yeah, or even maybe for somebody like who's get, been given a diagnosis that it's, there's nothing more we can yes. do. To give them the something. opportunity, mm -hmm. you know, go see Italy. Yes. Go you know, to Hawaii. Yes. Um, do something and celebrate and be with your family for this week. Yes. Yeah. It would be so much fun to be able to do that. Oh my gosh, I love that. Yeah. Now if only I could win that lottery. I was gonna say a ball rolling. I wonder if you could um, like start a little start a non profit or yes. um, and get funding. Yes. Maybe something oh. I have to look into. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm betting corporations. Um, I mean, if you, I'm sure if you studied like Make a Wish, because again, you said they do that for children. Yes. Um, so almost like a Make a Wish kind yes. of thing, but yes, for, but for adults. For adults. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love it. Adults that are in that situation. Oh, that, absolutely. You know that have never had their yes. dreams come true, right. or right. Yeah. And how much fun would it be to help someone make their dream come true? Yes. Like just, yeah. That. Yeah. That is, I would love to do that. Well, beautiful dream. Beautiful dream job. That's fantastic. Yes. All right. Well, we are at, where are we on our time? All right. We're at 40 minutes. So, wow. yeah, we can talk for another few minutes or we can wrap it up. Is there anything else that you feel that um, you want to share with listeners about your journey or? Um, Just to keep the faith. And um, I, you know. I know that God was with me every step of my journey. I could feel it. And, you know, I had people that I did not know praying for me. Um, my friend's church, they, you know, I, 
I feel like I know these people that I've become so connected through this and I don't know them but right. you know they held me up and um, just if you keep that faith you can get through anything right and I could not agree more because um, again the power of prayer the power of connection through yes. prayer yes um, and through that faith is um, uh, it, it, it's empowering. It's empowering. Um, sorry about that. Max is going to go try to eat a squirrel. Go get him. Here he goes. <laughs> On that note, Max saying goodbye. So yeah. Um, well, thank you for being here today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and sharing your journey. Um, again, beautiful in so many ways. So, All right, everybody. Well, thank you, and we will um, I'll talk to you next Friday. Take care.